Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Hello, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number hashtag 30. <laughs> this is our 30th podcast. Can you believe that we've lasted this long? And it's a miracle, I think. But uh, of course, we are loving doing these podcasts. And we, I mean, all the way from her sick bed this week, Heather Porter. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Hi, guys. Excuse my um, abnormally sexy head cold voice for this episode. It is, in fact, a very cold winter here in Sydney, Australia, and the flu is going around. But thanks for having me anyway. It is, it is very hashtag cold, right? <laughs> we're gonna tell you. We're gonna tell you guys in a moment why we keep using that hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, um. This is our third part of the series of automating your business and some of the some of the tools and uh, the resources that we use and some of the tools and resources our clients use to really help them automate their business. What we're finding, and we've said this before, is that people are just inundated. You know, technology, were, the big belief 20 or 30 years ago was that life would be so much easier because technology is going to take away all of those working things that we had to do so we could have all this spare free time I think it's got worse. <laughs> what do you think? I, I, yeah, it's one of those things like right at the beginning, it, it seems easier and, and it's working better. But suddenly, I, I don't know if it's because it suddenly gets, reaches that plateau and then everyone thinks, oh, I need to have more of it. I should be doing all of it. Kind of like the social media thing. You know, people mm -hmm. think, oh, should I be doing everything using all the social media? I think it's just the way you look at it, but um, I know, I know, I feel, I feel the same thing. It's quite overwhelming. It's everywhere around us. Yeah, and I guess um, there's more pressure from, you know, media, um, people, colleagues, clients mm -hmm. to to do more, produce more, be here, be there, be everywhere, and um, so we sort of come up with these series about what sort of tools can we really use that is going to save you some time because time is our most precious commodity, and and. You know, we get this all the time from our clients. Like, how do we, how do we manage to do what we need to do and still stay sane? So, we're talking about today. We're talking about time management, actually, and time management and scheduling. It's not. We're not going to give you a lecture about what you should do as far as time management. We're going to, going to give you. We're going to give you practical resources and websites and tools that we're using. Um, I think we're going to cover about three or four, maybe five different specific tools and we may throw a few extras in as well about our tools that you can use to um, implement in your business and um, get going we're not going to fill you with fluff and you should do this and you should do that and make lists and check them no. off and blah 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 you can read many books on that we're not here to do that we're here to tell you the actual products and resources that we use if that sounds like a plan this is to make you guys life this is to make you guys' life easier. So this automation series, that's what that's all about. These are, you know, these are online tools. These are applications. These are concepts and ideas that you guys can use 
in your business to automate processes and things that you're doing to make your life easier. So, um, and we love these tools, especially for time management, because that's the one thing, what do they say? We all have 24 hours in the day, but it's really how you use it to uh, get, get more out of your life, you know, and, and maximize your time. Before we get started, mm. hey, while you were lying in your bed being sick, <laughs> did you learn anything this week? I did actually because I was not lying in my bed. I was, I, I am obsessed with work, whether that's good or bad. I was working. <laughs> so oh, no, here's, here's what I learned. Now, um, there's this thing that's been going around for quite a while on Twitter called hashtags. And that's where you use the hashtag symbol or the pound sign, which is referred to in America. It's basically shift number three on your keyboard. And you stick that symbol in front of a word or a phrase, and it allows you to actually, uh, it becomes a link, and you're able to click on that, and then everyone else that's using that same hashtag word or phrase comes up in the search results. And this has been used for quite a while on Twitter, so you might have seen things like hashtag, you know, um, a celebrity's name, or hashtag wealth, or hashtag lose weight. And a lot of people actually go a little bit overboard as well. I've seen a lot of tweets when there's like 10 of them in a row. But why this is exciting is I think hashtagging has finally reached a bit of its exciting critical mass time. And people are actually now using it more as a business tool to do searches for, for you know, resources and concepts and ideas. It's not only now on Twitter, but it's also in Facebook. And you and I just tested it. It's also in LinkedIn. And it's also, of course, it's been in Instagram for a while, which is the photo social media um, you know, account that all of us use. So really, I guess what I learned about this is that it is big. People are using it more and more. It's a great way of connecting with people in your space. So I just would challenge all of you guys in any of those social media accounts, go ahead in the next post that you do, use a hashtag and a word or a phrase of something in your business or your industry and see how you go. Yes. Now you um just want to, I'm going to chuck you under the train here. You do a, yeah. uh, you do a, a thing called um, tweet chat. Is that right? Tweet chat? Is that what you do? Speak, yeah, speak, tweet speak chat. chat. Speaker chat, speak tweet chat. chat. And uh, in, so, so tell us a, bit, a little bit about that and why, um, why that's related to hashtags and how that works. Right. Good question, actually. So from time to time, I'm involved with an organization called Women Speakers Organization, and they do every week a tweet chat, which all that means is that if you use a hashtag uh, in, you know, in Twitter and you're communicating with that in your tweet – then suddenly you have a live chat going on between everybody that uses this hashtag. We use hashtag speaker chat. And basically every Tuesday we get together as a group and we interview amazing, extraordinary leaders all over the world. And people can jump into this chat just by using little um, tools in Twitter or even by searching for the hashtag speaker chat in Twitter as well. And you'll suddenly just everything will be filtered for people using tweets with that hashtag in it. And you can communicate suddenly with, you know, really extraordinary people and ask questions and Q&A and go back and forth. So it's used in Twitter a lot as a as sort of a live chat tool. But now it's also being used in for more lively communication and timely communication in, say, like Instagram and Facebook. If you're using these hashtags, you can search and see, you know, everybody that's just said that particular hashtag in the last few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. It is cool, and uh, as more and more people understand it, I think the take up is going to be pretty big. All the platforms yeah. are starting to use it now, so there you go. Exactly. That Before I ask you what you learned, 
Yeah. I have a very big, important announcement to make. Uh-oh. <laughs> we have a new graphic for our podcast. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in iTunes uh, or, you know, all over the place wherever you listen to us, you'll see we have a new little icon of Andrew, Andrew and I standing. We've been photoshopped into pilot outfits. <laughs> no, no, no. I lost weight. I lost weight. <laughs> you, you did? Yes, you have a nice scarf flapping in the breeze. Uh, and we have, of course, our, our quintessential little airplane up in the top in the sky and autopilot your business. But I wanted to give a humongous shout out. Thank you so much to the amazing Molly with Douglas County Daughters. Uh, now, she's a listener of ours and she came forward to us and she said, you know, things have changed in iTunes and there's different specifications for images. Would you like me to make a new one for you? So if you guys want to check Molly out, you could go to douglascountydaughters.com. And she's doing this incredible thing right now where they used a Kickstarter campaign to actually have a new album, to fund a new album. Kickstarter's like a, you know, a, a crowdfunding uh, to, to fund a new album. So thank you, Molly. We hope your album is a huge success. And thanks for actually building that lovely little graphic for us. Yes, Molly. Thank you. It was awesome. So that's uh, douglascountydaughters.com. Um, you can check her out. I think she's got some uh, YouTube clips and uh, some cool music out there. So, hey, we love you, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now it's your turn, Andrew. What did you learn? Oh, wait. No, wait. Before I ask you that, I have another an important announcement to make. Oh, Last one. week, we were talking and you said you were in Facebook and you discovered something about Facebook. And you said you had to research it, find it out if it's actually true or not. And I said, I would ask you this week if it was in fact true. So what have you discovered in Facebook? Well, good question. You know, actually, I'm a little bit embarrassed now that I've discovered what I've discovered, <laughs> that it's not really that new. It's actually um, it's actually a couple of months or a little bit more older than what I thought. I just hadn't seen it, hadn't come across it. And um, when I was surfing around on Facebook with all my spare time last week, not really, but I yeah. did notice, what I did notice was a few ads on Facebook that had been served up to me um, from sites that I'd just recently been to. Now, um, this is called banner retargeting, and what they do is essentially uh, on normal sites is you go and visit a, uh, let's say you visit a particular website, what they do is they drop a little cookie, which is a little piece of code on your computer, and when you leave that site, next time you go to another site, it might be, you know, Wall Street Journal or some other site that is, um, is enabled for ads. Mm -hmm. This particular site you've just been to will serve up an ad and, and you'll look at it and say, wow, I was just at that site and amazing. Here they are advertising on the Wall Street Journal. And then you might go to another site like YouTube and that suddenly there's another ad there and you think, wow, these people are everywhere. They're spending so much money on advertising. That's called banner retargeting and that's been around for a number of years, but I'd never seen it served up on Facebook. So, you know, I'd been to these, I'd been to these websites and I knew that they, it was the first time I'd been to these sites and then when I went to look at some things on Facebook, suddenly the ads were there on Facebook and I'd never seen banner retargeting served back up to people in Facebook. And that was something new for me. Um, well, it's been around for a few months, so I've since discovered. But um, it's a pretty awesome tool, particularly if you're spending a lot of time on Facebook. That's huge. And for those of you that are getting a lot of traffic on your website, you know, thousands, we're talking thousands of visits every month. This is an incredibly cool tool. So when somebody hits your site and leaves, you can basically chase them all over the internet with all sorts of different 
um, ads offering different things, whether it's discounts or free reports or whatever it is. But yeah. it's pretty cool. I, I don't want to turn this into a retargeting episode, but no, just, no. To let, just let you know how this works. Um, they actually put a cookie in your computer um, based on the last page you visited of that website. Now, let's say your page has got a whole bunch of different things. You can actually serve up different ads for different pages. So, for instance, let's say somebody goes to your website and they go to buy something. And at the last minute on the shopping cart page, they decide to leave it. We've just all, we've heard about our shopping cart abandonments and all that sort of stuff. Yes. You got to leave that. You got to leave that page. Um, you can put an ad chasing them around the internet saying, "Hey, you're about to buy this. It's only 10% off if you buy today. It may be enough to go get them to go back and buy um, buy something else." You can put a cookie on the about page, and once they've left your website, if they if the last thing they saw was the about page. You may want to stick an ad out that's something to do with the about page of your website. Whole Very bunch of cool, cool things. So that was, that, cool. so I did go and dig that up and I found out that uh, it's been around for a while. So it just gives me another few ideas to throw around for some of our clients. <laughs> we love that. Uh-huh. And now before we get kicked off in and started in um, our whole automation series, tell us, what did you learn outside of that? Because, you, know, I, I, you know, I was going to drill you about that anyway, but I, <laughs> I'm sure you naturally learned something else as well. Well, I, you know, I did actually today. This is, um, this is just something that's popped up. I'm pretty sure it's only popped up in the last couple of days. And that is um, on Facebook again. Not that I, it sounds like I spend a lot of time on Facebook. I really don't. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can now... Um, when somebody, let's say you, let's say you get on Facebook, Heather, and you, you post a status update about something you've done. And I want to make a comment on that. You know, usually I just go in and type in a, type in a message underneath there. What I can do now is I can actually start, I can add an image or a photo into my comment inside your um, status update. So this is pretty powerful because what you can do is you might stick a photo up there and say, Hey, Here's my favorite photo of the Sydney Opera House. Um, who's got a better photo? Or what else? What other photos are there of the Sydney Opera House? And people can actually post their images inside that stream, that inside your stream of uh, conversation. So you can start That's to huge. get some, yeah, you can start to get some really good uh, interaction from people. Um, I'm just thinking about a couple of these things now, and I thought, wow, we could we could have some fun with that. <laughs> yes, we could. Yeah, that's, that's, but that is huge because most people say on Facebook, you know, how do you get engagement? And it's hard to keep people there and liking my posts and all that. But if you're allowing people to share things like that within your actual update, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And the, and the other thing, the other aspect to that, which has also just come out, I just noticed today, and it's not rolled out to everybody yet. So if you are looking at for this right now and it's not on your Facebook account, it will come. Um, and that is the fact that you can add links. As, as you know, when you share a link with somebody, yes. Um, and what happens is when you put a link in Facebook, it will go out to that particular web page and it will draw images from that from that web page. And sometimes there'll be a whole range of different images you can select. Other times there's only one image, and it's sometimes and sometimes it's a crap image. Well, now Facebook are rolling out that you can actually upload your own image for that particular link. Very powerful. Yeah, isn't it? I Ooh, like thanks for sharing what you learned. I know. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. So anyway, that's me and my Facebook exploits this week. Love it. Love it. Let's get into something much more exciting, which is all about time management. You mean that's more <laughs> exciting than my Facebook exploits? Come on. <laughs> no, actually, I'm quite liking the exploits. But 
you could do more of your exploiting on Facebook if you managed your time better. Oh, nice lead-in. Very good. <laughs> uh-huh. So let's, uh, let's cover a little bit about what can be automated with your time and your business. Yes. Okay. So um, here's a couple of things you can automate um, as far as time scheduling and time management goes. Um, booking calls one-on-one. We're going to talk about some of the cool tools that you can use out there to really free up your time and spend time doing the things that make you money rather than chase-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, reservations, booking reservations, conference calls, sales calls. They're all the things that can be that can be um, covered with time management. Anything else you can think off the top of your head before we dive in? I mean, the big thing I think of is, is with this is just every time you have to have bookings of calls in your life, like for, for whatever you're doing, whether you're a coach or a business owner, using these tools is going to save you a lot of time because all I can say is I can't tell you how many times we've done the sort of that email dance where you're like, oh, are you available on Wednesday? No, I'm available on Tuesday. What about Thursday? And it takes a week to book a call. So some of these tools are incredible for just cutting all that noise out and just straight going in and booking calls, you know, really quickly and easily with your team, with your clients, with your leads, whatever. So I love this topic. So let's dive in. I'm going I'm to start off with the one that we use the most. Um, and that's time trade. Time trade, timetrade.com is a very, very awesome tool, and it's just got more awesome in the last couple of weeks, actually. And I'll tell you about that in a second. Mm-hmm. But time trade lets you um, uh, create a calendar that syncs to your own calendar. So let's say you use Outlook or you use Google or Gmail calendar. Um, and what it does is it syncs to your calendar and lets people know when you're available and when you're not. So if you're a consultant, you're a coach, you're someone who has to spend one-on-one time and book, booking, uh, booking consultation time, uh, even just someone who wants to dial in and just pick your brains for whatever reason, you can send them to your time trade page, your little URL. And basically what it does, is it says, here are the times that are available for Heather to, to, to chat. She's available on Wednesday between 3 and 7 and Thursdays between 10 and 2. And you get to pick which one of those suits your time. She knows that her calendar is free, or he actually time trade knows that your calendar is free at that time because you, you've put nothing in your calendar. So it assumes that you've got the time to do it. Um, I'll come along, and if I wanted to book a time at, say, 11 o'clock on Thursday morning, I would just click in 11 o'clock. It asks me for my details and a number to call on. Um, mm-hmm. Once I sit, hit submit, I'll get an email back. I'll get an email back saying it's all confirmed. But the great thing is that it will get put into your calendar automatically, so uh, you don't have to even worry about getting an email and then copying, pasting, and putting in the right time. It automatically syncs it straight into your calendar, which means that you don't even have to think about it. You get up in the morning, you look at your calendar, and say, see what's on for the day, and it's already it's already been booking your calls. You don't have to interact with a customer or you know, backwards and forwards, that, that email dance you're talking about. Yeah. Very, very cool um, resource. And it automatically then obviously uh, locks out that, that time space that the person chose, right? So yes. then suddenly that spot's full whenever absolutely. they absolutely. You know, turn. So this is great for really anyone, is it not? I mean, let's, let's, let's give some examples. So we're talking if you're a life coach or a business coach, you could just stick this directly on your site. We have it on our site, and it's really easy. Mm-hmm. You just – Literally, what's called like an iframe, where you're you're pulling through the actual calendar from this time trade platform into your own website. 
so people can actually be on a web page of your choice and just literally, uh, you know, work with the calendar right there. So as a life coach, um, you know, personal trainer, if you have people coming to your site to book in with you there, um, you can have it in your phone message. If you're really busy, you can say, hey, you know, really busy schedule. The best way to reach me is go to my webpage, you know, heatherporter.com, book me in, whatever it is you, uh -huh. you guys come up with. And then you have your time trade there with instructions right then and there saying book in a call with me here. Yeah, exactly. So, who else? Who else could probably use this tool? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, there's, there's a there's a retail version of Time Trade as well, and mm -hmm. now this is this is pretty cool because they've just launched um, what they call Concierge. Um, so there's two aspects. Let me talk about the normal version, and then, then I'll talk about Concierge as well. Um, right. So you know, over here in the US, there's a there's a large um, stationary place called Staples. It's a bit like Officeworks in Australia or um, What's the big one in the UK? I'm trying to think of the one on the top of my head. Anyway, it's a large stationary place where you buy all your your paper and your pens and your computers and stuff. So Staples uses an online um, appointment service. So when they have a, they have a tech department, and when people come in for training, they want to come in and learn how to use you know Windows 8 or whatever they want to do, um, or they just need some tech advice. They can actually they actually book their um, their one-on-one -on -one sessions through time trade and then um, they they don't have to speak to anyone at Staples it gets automatically logged into that Staples uh, diary and the person at Staples is, is expecting somebody to turn up at the time that these people made an appointment so it's a pretty cool way that some of these larger shops are using that sort of thing as well Ooh, I like that um, and then we've got concierge which has just come out uh, very recently and essentially what it is is you know when you go to banks um, you go to a bank sometimes and, and you walk in the bank and they'll say, take a number. Uh, you go to a, a, deli, a deli at a supermarket and yes. you don't have to take a number. Well, yeah. they're letting people do that now as well, um, especially banks. I wouldn't say that delis would do this, but banks, um, you know, lobbies of a hotel or whatever, they can have like a, a little tablet at the front of the, of the store. And as you walk in, you can click on things like, you know, I'd like to make a, an appointment with, a, with an associate or I want to check into a hotel. You can actually do all of that through Time Trade right now. It's pretty, uh, pretty powerful what they're doing right now. It's all online sort of stuff, and uh, managing those people in store and in branch customer management is becoming a really big thing. Could this be used like if you had like say a, a, a day salon or your hair salon or something like that? Yep. Would this be able to be used in the beauty industry as Absolutely, well? Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it, like it, it really assists um, selling customer self service check in. Like if you've got yeah. an appointment at a, at a beauty at a beauty um, place and you know it's at two o'clock, you come and check yourself in. You don't need to have one of those girls leaving someone who they're already working with to come over and say yes, okay, you're here. It just knows that you're here, checks you in. Um, it's it's a brilliant little service. It's really really cool. It's just going to increase that staff efficiency as well. Oh, I like that. Okay, so time trade is a huge thing. I think, I mean, oftentimes we'll talk about tools and say, oh, you know, there's this is something that you could potentially use, but I actually would challenge and say this particular tool I think that every business owner should look at because it yeah. sounds to me like there's definitely something that will fit into your repertoire of what you're already using, whether it's yeah. to manage your own personal phone calls or your team better or your staff or um, your, your clients, I should say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's something that's really you, – you and I know this, how, how valuable our time is, and we're getting – you know, people that just randomly ring up and, and we just don't have time. And if we do end up, 
you know, answering the calls whenever they ring, then it takes us off the flow of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and that can be a good you know, couple of minutes later to start back up and get into that flow again. So it's a pretty important thing that um, you have in your business is to control who's taking your time uh, and serve it up so that it works best for both, both people. Now, are there a couple of other different options that do similar things to time trade? Yeah, there is. There's um one of my favorite ones I was using for a while it was bought out by a um another company, so I'm not even going to mention that anymore. Um, you may have well, I will mention it. It was called Tungle T U N G L E Tungle dot me. Um, it's been bought out. So if you've heard of that before and you're looking for it, don't waste your time. It's gone. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is Doodle. Uh, in fact, it's called Doodle. Just doodle, doodle.com. Uh, it does something similar. Gobook.com also does something similar to that as well. Um, have a look at each one of them. There is a free version of Time Trade. There is a um, free version of all of these. And then there are the pro versions where you can pay a little bit more for something extra. The concierge that I was talking about with Time Trade obviously is not a, not a free um, application. It's going to cost you some money. But if that's something that you can see fitting in your business, then definitely consider having a look at that. Okay, great. So that's the scheduling. Mm-hmm. Now, what else are the types of things that we can actually put on automation? Um, well, there's the whole there's a whole range of other things too, like um, booking booking conference calls. Like if someone wants to book conference calls with you, or you can you can put this in your own calendar. Um, it's just going to help you uh, put that in there. Like I like using my calendar from I sync my calendar to my phone and my um, my desktop or my, my laptop as well so that I can, it's basically on the cloud so I can see whenever my calendar is full. Um, I also have access, I also have, um, other people have access to my calendars too, like an assistant. Um, my wife has access to my calendar. So if she wants to, um, ask me whether what I'm doing on Thursday, she can quickly see if I'm booked in or, or not. And she can put an appointment in there too. So just having, um, other people, um, having the ability to access your calendar is also, I, I just think it's not, it's not so much automation, but it's just something else that's been a very good uh, handy thing for me to do. Nice. Well, I like that. So what else around time? So we've cut, sort of talked about how you, you know, automate your bookings, I suppose, with, with your clients, your staff, and, you know, for yourself. Yep. I, I know there's some other things around time that we can talk about as far as um, one big thing is I – I think is, are you charging the right price? You know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how do we ultimately know that if we're actually running a business that is priced by the hour, say, mm-hmm. for example, and I know a lot of businesses as well will also price their packages and their services um, on flat rates, but they ultimately work backwards from there and say, well, this package takes about 10 hours, you know, 10 hours at say $50 an hour is this price and they do a little bit of a markup. And it's all ultimately comes back to, um, down to how long we think it's going to take us to do something. Mm-hmm. So the next tool that we're going to talk about is actually going to help you with that, but also it's going to help just with overall management of more of your junior stuff as well. Uh, so what is your favorite tool around time tracking, Andrew? Um, definitely MinuteDoc. MinuteDoc.com would be my my favorite one. Uh, I know a lot of people have had some really good success with it. It's a You can use it as a, as a free trial to do it, but here's some of the things you can do. Um, it lets you uh, even track your time from Twitter, which is pretty cool. It, hmm. So if you're on Twitter and you're big and or big on Twitter, you can track it from Twitter. But it basically lets you log on, uh, put in 
uh, the time you've spent doing a particular job or somebody else in your in your department has done uh, uh, spent time doing that particular job it's actually um, you can log in anywhere and so it's web-based which means that you can use it from your mobile phone or your iPad and that sort of stuff as well yeah. um, it's also uh, lets you put in um, grouping groups your tasks together too so if you're an entrepreneur you've got a whole bunch of different tasks you're doing it lets you choose um, what those tasks are and puts them in groups so that you know that uh, if you're going back looking through certain activities that you did in the past you can search for that sort of stuff really really quickly okay. um, some of the other stuff you can do is um, when you're when you're sitting let's say you go to a client's place and you're a, a consultant and you do some consulting for them you can actually as you've entered your um, time in that little app it can actually send the invoice to those people straight away while you're sitting there so it's a pretty cool little tool to actually get um, get your financial sort of stuff in order as well. And I think we'll talk a little bit about this um, in depth when we do a, a podcast on financial tools as well, but just letting you know that this is going to save you time in a whole range of ways. What do you know about Minute Doc? Yeah, well, I've actually more used uh, another tool when it comes to time tracking. I only know as much of what as what you've told me, um, but Basecamp actually Basecamp's a project management tool that we use and a lot of other people use as well. It has its own internal time tracking area as well. So each project that you set up in Basecamp, you actually have timesheets that you can keep track of. Anybody who's assigned to that particular project. Similar sort of thing. I think it's probably a little bit more clunky than this because it's obviously not, that's not its strong suit being Basecamp, but Minute Doc sounds like has more functionality and easier to access. I think the biggest thing about it, I know it could be a bit of a pain when you're, you know, you have staff that you're trying to keep them to clock their minutes and all that, but it is powerful to know if you're charging the right prices, but also to know where your shortfalls, shortfalls are in your business. So if something is taking somebody, say, 10 hours and everybody else it takes them two hours, then there's an obvious problem there with training or recruitment or something, you know, in your business. I think really I look at it as more of an eye opener as far as, you know, pricing and your training and is your staff working, you know, as they should be working. Yeah. So yeah. for that tool alone, I think it's quite powerful. Yeah. I want to backtrack just a second. And yeah. um, Minute Doc, Minute Doc is, um, is my favorite tool for time tracking um, and pretty much time tracking. Uh, that's the major focus of what Minute Doc does. But mm -hmm. um, having said that, Basecamp, as far as a tool goes for everything, Basecamp is, is by far the great, or probably the greatest tool we have in our business. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and it lets us, as you said, it lets us do a whole range of things, um, not just time tracking, but um, we, we've got, we don't have a need, we have a, a small need for time tracking, so people spending time per hour. We've we've structured our company now so that we're doing it per project basis, which really suits the way Basecamp is laid out, so we don't have to have the the minute docs functionality as such. Um, so um, Basecamp lets us do a whole range of things like. Keeps, it just keeps control of who's done what where. It gives you timelines and uh, milestones. And milestones are pretty important for us too because it lets us keep track of where we're at in the process of delivering a project. Yeah, and like with Basecamp, we're just getting stronger at this as we go as well. What's cool about it is there's something called a dashboard where you go when you log in, all the projects that you have on right then all suck through to that home page. So you can see a stream of all the posts and the comments and the to-dos and where you are with that. But you can see a calendar as well. And you can actually see, 
if there's milestones or due dates or things coming up across the board for everything you have. So as far as a time tool, it's great because at a snapshot, you can see, okay, great. I have three projects that have this particular thing that you do in three days from now. Is everybody on top of that? You know, mm -hmm. are they being supported? Do they have what they need? Whereas without seeing that visually, it will take a lot more of your time to then follow up and chase your, your team and try and see what's actually going on and are you sticking to your time, your, you know, your deadlines. Mm -hmm. So um, it is, it's one of those things that takes a while to set up because you have to build your systems and your templates and all that, but it is well worth it in the end because you have much better control over what is going on in your business and therefore, of course, then you can scale up and start to grow. Hey, do you think that um, people get deterred from spending time at the beginning, setting up something <laughs> properly. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, actually, I'm not even. I wasn't even asking from from <laughs> personal experience. I was just saying, in general, is that been your finding that people would? It has, would, would and I'll tell you. Away? Absolutely, I'll tell you why I know that to be true. Is because you know part of what we do in our business is go into tools like Office Autopilot and you know Salesforce and Infusion Infusionsoft and Mailchimp systems that are there to automate your business, you know, allow you to send out emails and things like that. Here's why I know, because if you go into somebody else's system and you try and find something in the past, whether it's an email template or whatever it is, a campaign, the way they're named is sporadic and in no way like somebody spent even an hour to sit down and say, how am I going to organize my systems or my mm -hmm. business? Mm -hmm. So it creates so much more pain in the future just by having things not named properly. I've rarely ever seen somebody from the start, <clears throat> excuse me, that spends that extra little bit of time thinking through structurally. If I have to refer back to this in five years from now, will I actually know what it is? Yeah, yeah good point. Um, so something like Basecamp, it is, it, is, it is worth it. It is painful to spend that extra bit of time because you also have to think through the if-then scenarios and, you know, the systems and the templates and the to-do list and all that sort of stuff. But if you can do it, do it. It's, it's like, so I guess it's the same principle as yeah. training new staff. You know, you get someone who comes in and, and you think, oh, God, I wish they'd just learn it real quick. But if you don't train them properly, it's going to fall, fall down uh, down the track. It's going to either, they're either they're going to leave because they're not feeling like they know what's going on or you get frustrated with them because they haven't learned enough quickly and uh, they end up disappearing. But if you take that extra time at the start and say, all right, let's make sure we cover all our bases, um, you'll find that you'll have staff longer. I don't know why I'm going on a rant about staff, but I just thought <laughs> I would, it was sort of relevant to that. I know why, because we're growing, we're growing, and we're actively been bringing on staff and looking yeah. at our training, and I think for all you guys listening to this right now, really, you know, as a business owner, it, I, I know this is a really cheesy quote, but if it's to be, it's up to me, it's so true, it really is, I mean, everything in your business ultimately comes down to you, there are no excuses, it is you as the business owner holding the whole thing together, creating the vision, and leading the team, and if People are falling through the cracks, not understanding what they're meant to do. It's because they're not clear on what to do. So that's why these tools that we're sharing with you, these automation tools, the intention is, again, that you use them in a, in a way where you're creating a, a, an environment in your business, which is easier for you to manage, but also to really give direction to a team. Yes, very well said. Now, is there anything else, anything, any other tools that we want to talk about before we wrap up uh, this podcast? Those are the big ones, I think. You know, I'd say get get the time trade or something equivalent. 
and start to look at how you're scheduling your calls, make it more automated, uh, and look at, you know, where your team's spending their time using something like Basecamp and Minute Doc, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I know there's not a lot in this particular episode, but I, I don't think there needs to be. No. Because again, no, we're talking no. about time, aren't we? That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right. So, um, just a quick little uh, reminder for people we are running some live events in uh, August and October in Australia, in Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane at this stage. We are also thinking about going to some other places. If you have a interest in seeing us live, let us know where you are, so we might be able to work out work out a way to come and visit you, perhaps. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna. We haven't. Uh, we'll send you to the right place where these events will be held in the next couple of weeks. So keep an ear out for where they are. We'd love to. They're very small events, by the way. We're going to have about 20 to 30 people um, and just sort of open up the doors of what we do and how we do it and how we put all this stuff together and uh, have a lot of fun at the same time. It's going to be, uh, uh, we're calling it Fireside Chat, so it's going to be pretty laid back, but we're going to give you a, a blueprint, a special blueprint for you to take away with you. We'll do it in the actual event itself and you'll walk away with some really cool stuff. More on that later. Yes. Um, but for the resources for today, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts, you can get all the information from there. Uh, if you're on iTunes or any of the plethora of podcast channels <laughs> that we're on right now, please leave us a comment. Give us some, uh, give us some love. We check all those channels. We're always in them every week, having a look at, uh, stats and who's there and that sort of stuff. So please, uh, leave us some love be great you guys and if you ever want to connect with Andrew and I as well pop on by to aybsocial.com and all of our social media links are there so you can come and check us out on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you guys hang out in your social media world wherever you hashtag hang out <laughs> all right, we guys. have to hashtag see you soon we're going to hashtag out of here alright take care we'll talk to you all later talk to you soon Bye. all passengers Bye. and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts and can they fasten Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.